0: I'd like to start the morning sitting with a little story. It comes from the Tibetan tradition, it's about Milarepa, who was a student, and uh, he had a great teacher, and the teacher gave him the meditation instructions, simple instructions, and sent him off to a cave to meditate. And he was a monk, so he'd go for an arms round every day. And otherwise, he'd just come back, and he would practice in his cave. And he practiced very well. He was making great progress. And then one day, he went out for an arms round. And uh, when he got back to the cave, it was full of demons. This whole mass of very ugly, very... Uh, smelly, very ill mannered uh, demons. So he wasn't really sure what to do, but he thought, well, the best thing I can do is just continue my practice. So he sort of elbowed his way through the mass and he sat in a corner and he continued his meditation practice. And all the while they're talking, you know, they're partying, they're drinking, they're making merry. Some of them are being unpleasant to him as well, trying to get him out. They smell, they're vulgar, they're coarse, and they're unpleasant. And he's sitting there and he's trying to meditate. Just breathing, trying to accept the way it is. And at some point, after a few days of this, he lost it completely. And he started trying to get them out. So he starts shouting and screaming at them and pushing them to get them out of the cave. This is my space. What are you doing here? I was here first. Please leave me alone. Please go somewhere else. Go, 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 go. And the more he um, tried to eject and evict them, the bigger they got. The bigger, the meaner, the uglier, the smellier. So he was a bit desperate, actually. So he went back to his teacher. He ran back to his teacher. What am I supposed to do? Um, My cave, my peaceful meditation cave is now full of demons and they won't leave. I've tried everything. I tried calm, peace. I tried to ask them to leave and they refused to go. What am I supposed to do? And the teacher said, Well, it's obvious, isn't it? You have to go and make friends with them. So he went back slowly, trudged back to his cave, and uh, began the difficult process of befriending these really quite despicable creatures. He offered them food. He was polite. He made space for them. He tried to chat with them, talk with them. He tried to ignore the smell. He tried to ignore their their scruffy appearance. He tried to put aside their less palatable qualities, and actually found himself managing to focus on some good aspects about them. There were some things. One was a bit less ugly than another. One was a bit less obese than another. One was less pushy. One swore less. And and so he could start to appreciate there were some distinctions. And, you know, he could, he could begin to appreciate some, some good qualities or better qualities in them. And gradually, over many, many weeks, months years. He did this work. And interestingly, slowly but surely, they seemed to smarten up. They they became rather more refined in their behavior. They started to dress better. They didn't smell as much. They weren't as greedy. And he could start to talk to them. And actually, they had some quite nice conversations from time to time. It started to quieten down in there, became more harmonious. And you know, after a while, I mean, it took a while, a few years, maybe a decade or two. But after a while, they actually started to meditate together. So they're all harmonious, like a sangha, like a lovely community all all in accord, all in tune with one another. He was so happy. And then interestingly, they started to leave. He was even a little bit sorry, you know, to see them go. Not totally sorry, just a little bit sorry to see them go. And and, and gradually, <coughs> one by one or in little groups, they, they, they left, they said goodbye, they left. And in the end, <coughs> There was just him and one last demon. Lots of space now. But this this one who decided not to leave just sat there in the corner. And <clears throat> he was actually still quite mean and ugly. And he was big. He was really big. And uh, <clears throat> he had a big mouth with lots of teeth, sharp teeth. And uh, it was difficult for Aper. He he couldn't really find much in a way to sort of harmonize with this one. He couldn't find a way in. He tried everything, actually. He tried everything. He was kind. He was gentle. He was friendly. He was inclusive. Um, <clears throat> the more he tried, the bigger this one got, the bigger and the uglier. And uh, years more went by, and there's just the two of them. And it's really, you know, in the end, it's just just unbearable for Miller Aper. He just so wants this one to leave him alone. Finally, in an act of sheer desperation, he gave up. He gave up. I can't do any more. He's sitting there. He's looking at this monster. It's this big now. It's right there in front of him. It's got this huge maw, wide open maw, this mouth with these teeth. And in his his desperation and in his wisdom, his final act was to put his head inside the mouth of this one. At which point it disappeared. That's the story. We can sit now.